There's a saying that when you come to a wall, you should throw your hat over it and then go get your hat. Are you a go-getter and a risk-taker? Or have you been hiding your nurse light under a bushel? Let's talk about strategies for coming out of the shadows and shining your light right here on episode 176 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am so grateful that you're here with me, whether it's your first time tuning in or you've been hanging out on The Nurse Keith Show for months or years. Thanks for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. If you want to see the show notes for this episode, just hop on over to nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 176. This episode of The Nurse Keith Show is brought to you by Janu Scrubs, a company that refuses to compromise quality, fit, or style. For 25% off any order, please visit bit.ly.nursekeithscrubs, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash nursekeithscrubs, and use the code NURSEKEITH25 at checkout for 25% off. I love my Janus, and you will too. And remember that Janu is J-A-A-N-W. Anyway, I am thrilled that you're here with me for today's show. So let's jump into the studio and dig right into today's topic. At the very top of this episode, I mentioned an old Irish proverb that says, when you come upon a wall, throw your hat over the wall and then go and get your hat. So what does that really mean? What it means to me in the context of nursing careers is that you need to put some skin in the game. It means you need to make a commitment to get certain things done, even when an obstacle like a wall is standing there right in front of you. What are you avoiding in your life? What are you avoiding in your nursing career? And if you are avoiding something, what are you waiting for? Is there a deep end that you need to dive into? We need to find that deep end. Maybe get you some water wings or something so you're not too scared. You're going to hold your nose and you are going to jump right in. I can relate to this notion of hiding one's light under a bushel and then being pushed to do something that maybe is slightly uncomfortable. Just a few months ago, I was contacted by a pretty large law firm here in northern New Mexico, and they heard that I was a LinkedIn expert, and they wanted to bring me in to talk to a team of lawyers about the use of LinkedIn. My first thought was, well, I know nothing about lawyers or lawyering or being an attorney or anything like that, and I don't know if I can do this, but the money sounded good. And it sounded like a cool opportunity to maybe break out of healthcare into a new area, a new industry and profession. So I decided just to kind of go for it. So I said yes, even though I had no idea how I was going to reform the ways that I talk and think about LinkedIn so that it would relate to lawyers rather than to healthcare providers. But I figured 
What lawyers need to know about LinkedIn is probably pretty similar to what nurses need to know, and there are probably some jurisprudence type of issues or conflict of interest issues that I needed to make sure I brushed up on. So I worked with the person at the law firm to find out what was legal and not legal for lawyers to do on LinkedIn, and there are many rules for lawyers on social media. And I put together the presentation, got it approved, did the presentation to pretty great reviews and response, and then got paid and went home. So that was a place where I could have said, yeah, yeah, that's kind of outside my comfort zone or outside my wheelhouse. And I'm going to pass on this opportunity, and that would have caused me to lose a great opportunity to make some extra money. And also, I would have lost that chance to stretch beyond my comfort zone and do something that was outside the norm for me. Now, my friend and colleague, Donna Cardillo, the inspiration nurse who many of you may know, she is one of my chosen mentors. She's one of the most successful nurse entrepreneurs anywhere on the planet. And when she's on stage, well, she tells so many great stories. She's a master storyteller. She tells stories about opportunities that came her way as a nurse, as a healthcare professional, and she was often asked to do things that she had no clue what they were. Now, Let me just give a little caveat here. I don't mean clinical things. When it comes to clinical things, we always do the things that we know how to do, and we don't attempt to do things we've never been trained on. I'm talking about different types of career opportunities. Okay, just wanted to get that out there. So Donna's modus operandi has been and continues to be saying yes to whatever people ask her to do. If she doesn't know what that thing happens to be, then she goes out and figures it out. Some of us might refer to this as just-in-time learning. Some of us might refer to it as crazy. And some of us might just say, hey, that's really cool and really scary, and there's no way I would ever do that. If you are, for instance, a nurse who, let's say you're a millennial, you're maybe, let's say, 29 or 30. And you're decent with computers and stuff like that, but you're not great. And you would like to get more comfortable. You would like to be as comfortable as those other millennial peers of yours who seem to like know how to work any device or piece of software that's put in front of them without even thinking about it. They're quite intuitive. And you would like to get up to speed. And one day your nurse manager says she is asking for volunteers for a program. They want to have a small army of super users of your EMR in your hospital. And they would like people to join up, get trained so that they can be super users and be ambassadors for this EMR and then help other people learn. So your first thought, like my thought was when I was asked to speak in front of a group of lawyers who I have no understanding of whatsoever, your first thought is, well, they're going to see that I'm an imposter and I don't know anything about computers and I'm not intuitive like all these other millennials who are about my age and I shouldn't even raise my hand. But you remember this podcast and you realize that you could raise your hand and you could volunteer, you could override your immediate objections, your way of throwing a wet blanket on this idea. This could be a prime example of coming up against a wall, 
you've reached a wall and that is your desire to join this team of super users, but feeling like your self-esteem won't let you do that. And then you take your hat, you throw it over the wall, and then you know the way you went to get your hat? You raised your hand and said, I'll volunteer. I'll become one of the super user trainees. That's where you go and get your hat. And that is putting yourself in danger. Yes, it is a calculated risk. And we are always talking here about this sort of thing is a calculated risk. And just like I said a few minutes ago, and I'm going to repeat it now, this does not mean someone saying, can you do a central line dressing? And you say, sure I can. And you jump right in and do it without having been trained. That is where we draw the line as nurses. We do the things that we know how to do and we've been trained to do or certified in. If we don't know how to do them, we get training or have someone watch us or teach us so that we can then do it on our own. However, in your nursing career, there are tons, tons of things that you can do to stretch yourself that may involve clinical skills, but there are so many things that don't involve clinical skills, but do involve taking chances and calculated risks. So when you were a kid, did your dad just throw you in the deep end and say, okay, swim, kid? Some people's parents did that. I know several people who were quote unquote taught to swim by being thrown in the deep end. I do not condone that type of activity with children. I believe that there's a safety issue there. However, there are plenty of ways we can push our kids, our teenagers, and also our adult selves to jump in the proverbial deep end when there's something that we want to do. So your deep end might be what I just mentioned a few minutes ago, which was volunteering to be a super user trainee and become a super user on your EMR. But for you, it might be something else. It might be going to graduate school. And I will divulge that I am looking at grad school programs, but I cannot make up my mind under any circumstances. And that is one of the walls that is standing in my way. I will also say, if you come up against a wall around something like graduate school, that's a place where I am in my life right now, that is not necessarily a place to take a calculated risk or a place to jump into the deep end without giving it a lot of thought. Because one, graduate school is intense and will take up a lot of your time, energy, resources, and blood, sweat, and tears. Two, graduate school is expensive. If you're going to spend $45,000, you better be sure you want to do it. So you've got to do your due diligence before you sign on the dotted line, borrow that money, and go to grad school. Number three, if you're going to get a $45,000 graduate degree, is it worth your while or is it going to move your career forward? So again, there are circumstances that call for throwing caution to the wind and giving it a try. And then there are others like being asked to do something clinical that you don't know how to do or sinking 40 grand into a graduate program that I would give a little more thought to. However, another one that's a little lower risk might be studying for and sitting for a certification exam. Say that you want to be a critical care nurse and you want to get that certification. That might cost you a few hundred dollars, maybe 500, 600, I don't know. It's a small risk to take and that certification will look great on your resume and could earn you a promotion or a pay bump or something. So 
certification, pretty safe thing to go after without a lot of dilly-dallying. Another one that might feel kind of risky but actually isn't that bad is applying for a promotion. Let's say applying for a management position or applying to move from nights to days like one of my mentees just did. Or this one might be really scary for some of you. How about asking for a raise? (laughs) That one raises, pun intended, a lot of people's hackles because Man, that is scary stuff, asking for a raise. However, you can take a deep breath, gather your thoughts, gather all your data for why you should be given a raise and just sit down and talk to your boss about it. The worst thing that can happen is your boss says no. One of you out there might be saying, well, actually, my boss would probably fire me if I asked for a raise. And my response is, if you have a boss who would fire you for asking for a raise, quit your job now. Anyway. Back to graduate school. So grad school might be your thing. A certification might be your thing. Starting your own business or your own blog might be your thing. If you want to start a business as a nurse entrepreneur, the first thing to do is to maybe put up a simple blog, a WordPress site, and just start poking around on the internet and seeing what it's like to write blog posts. Start really simple, low risk, but still you're throwing your hat over that wall and saying, okay, I'm going to go get my hat. And that means I'm going to start writing a blog post every Friday and seeing what people think of what I put out there. So there you go. There's plenty of ways to jump in the deep end. Some are super, super scary. Some are super expensive, like graduate school. And some are just things that seem like big risks and you're just not quite sure how to approach it, how to attack it, or if you really want to. Simply going to nursing school, deciding to be a nurse, that might have been for you the biggest decision of your life. That might have been the biggest wall you ever threw your hat over and you might have had no idea if you were even going to make it into nursing school or make it through or out of nursing school in one piece. Your fear could have held you back in a million ways, but if you're listening to this and you're a nurse, you overcame whatever fear, whatever resistance was there, and you found the temerity, you found the wherewithal to go for it and go to nursing school. So how many times in our lives do we just decide to do something despite our fear and despite our self-perceived limitations? And how often do we hide our light under a bushel and stay in the shadows because it's the comfortable, safe place to be? And safe is the operative word there. In your nursing career, I can't 100% guarantee you, but I can offer a pretty decent guarantee that nothing very exciting is likely going to happen in your nursing career unless you're willing to take some risks. I think I am pretty safe in saying that. The nurses out there who are doing really cool stuff, they're doing that because they were willing to take some relative risks. Where can you take a risk right now? We'll see. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about playing full on, and we're going to talk about how to help yourself decide which risk to take. We'll be right back after the break for more of Nurse Keith's show, episode 176. 
Well, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause about how you can support The Nurse Keith Show. That's right. You can become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show, just like other listeners who value this show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support the show, you also get some pretty cool premiums from me. So just head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. Also, please consider signing up for my newsletter over at nursekeith.com so that you can receive my bi-weekly message to you right to your inbox. And remember to leave a rating and review of The Nurse Keith Show over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes because it really helps other people find the show. So those are my sincere asks of you, dear listener. So now let's get back to The Nurse Keith Show and the subject at hand. And we're back. Thanks for hanging out here with me on episode 175 of The Nurse Keith Show. We have been talking about throwing your hat over the proverbial wall and then going to get your hat and doing something that might be a little bit outside of your comfort zone. We also were talking about jumping into the deep end. My condolences to any of you whose fathers threw you in the deep end to teach you how to swim, or as we might say, sink or swim. I mentioned some stuff I've done with some lawyers here in New Mexico, which really stretched me. And I mentioned my friend and colleague and mentor, Donna Cardillo, and how she and I have both found ways to not hide our light so that we can go out there, take calculated risks, and do some cool stuff in the world. So when your light, is bright, when you're visible, when you're approachable, when you're present, when you are truly embracing who you are and what you do and who you are as a nurse and a healthcare professional, then your light is not hidden away. People can see you, your talent, your skills, your expertise, your efficiency, your productivity. It's all right there for people to see. And if in your nursing career, you are in any way making yourself invisible. You are not doing you, your colleagues, your employer, or your career any favors. You need to be willing, and this is an operative word too, willing to demonstrate your passions and your strengths and also your failings, your weaknesses and foibles, the places where you're not quite polished yet, where you're rough around the edges or missing a couple teeth. There's something in you that needs to learn, and it's okay to show that vulnerable part of yourself, to cajole yourself into learning, into personal growth. So being vulnerable as a healthcare professional means being open to constructive criticism and feedback and not playing small. This means you want the most out of your career that you can possibly squeeze out of it. And do you think the people who keep themselves small get recommended for a promotion or a committee or some sort of special initiative? Probably not. Are people who hide their light under the proverbial bushel, are they seen by their peers as leaders? I don't think so. Probably not in most cases. Is the person sitting in the corner and not sharing their opinion, is anyone going to ask them what they think? Maybe, but probably not. In all of these scenarios, 
we know that the person who is willing to step up, take some calculated risks, do what needs to be done, and play full on, that is the person who's going to really get things done and be a mover and a shaker in this world and in their career and in their lives. So at this point, I want to ask you some questions. And I'm pulling these right from the blog post because I think they're so important. The first question is, is there a wall that you failed to throw your hat over and you regret it? Was there an opportunity and you were like, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, No, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to turn the other way and go have a cup of coffee. Next question. Have I shrunk from an opportunity and played it safe when I could have taken a risk? So did you maybe take on part of an opportunity, but you turned down something because you just didn't think you were worthy? Was there some way in which that risk held you back and you didn't quite go for it? There are many ways in which we all do this in our lives all the time. So no judgment, but you need to be aware. Learn from your mistakes, learn from the past, and then move on. Third question, where in your nursing career do you keep your light hidden away? Are you hiding your leadership ability? Are you afraid to be a preceptor because you think you don't know everything and your preceptees are going to think you're a dunce? You know, you can't really ever know everything unless maybe you're a 30-year veteran clinical nurse specialist. Most of us don't know everything. So that's what the internet's for and that's what books are for. So where are you keeping your hidden light? Where are you hiding away in the shadows and you need to come out into the light? Ask yourself, am I not allowing certain aspects of my professional self to be seen? What are you keeping away from your colleagues because you're afraid of the consequences? And where and how do I need to step out of the shadows? Again, for some of you, it might be leadership. It might be technology. It might be a certification or perhaps going on for another degree, either a master's or maybe a PhD or DNP, it could be anything at all. You need to decide for yourself where things are not quite where they could be. So depending on your answers to these questions that I just posed to you, and they will be in the show notes for you to check them out again, you might have some pretty deep personal work to do. And I have talked on this show before about psychotherapy and counseling, and I will probably talk about it till I am blue in the face because I think it's really important. Maybe, just maybe, not to psychoanalyze you here, maybe something happened in your early life that has caused you to hide your light under a bushel or not believe in yourself. Maybe there was an adult in your life who didn't truly believe in you or who expressed open doubt in your skills and abilities or your intellect. So there is some work to do here and you can do it in a variety of ways, psychotherapy and counseling being one of those ways, career coaching possibly, but sometimes career coaching can careen into psychotherapy and counseling and that's where I draw the line and I refer my clients out for the counseling and psychotherapy they need. So here's something you can do. Decide where you are in terms of owning and maturing into your professionalism and your expertise. Have you been a nurse for seven months, seven years, two years, 25 years? Where have you gotten to in your maturation 
as a nursing professional. The second thing you could do is choose an area where you've been keeping your light hidden and haven't been challenging yourself and make a date. Issue yourself a challenge to do that thing. Maybe it's sitting for a certification exam. Maybe you did one semester of your nurse practitioner program and got scared out of your wits and went running for the hills. Maybe it's time to revisit that program. I have a client right now who's thinking of going back to her DNP program and finishing it, having done a year, gave up three years of her subsequent schooling to raise her new children. And now that her children are almost of school age, she can now go back to school. You need to then create a conscious plan to bring more of that hidden part of yourself into the light of day. So if you are thinking of starting a business, the first thing to do might be to create and launch a WordPress website and blog so that you can start writing and sharing your knowledge with people who will begin following you. That might be the place to start. Or maybe you'll start on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook sharing professionally about who you are and what you believe and what you think is important to nurses or healthcare professionals or patients or whoever you want to talk to, whoever your audience is. So you need a conscious plan to move things forward. Then. Once you have your plan and you've identified what you're going to do and when you're going to do it and how long it's going to take, find a friend, a colleague, or family member who's going to be your accountability buddy regarding the goals that you've set so that they can check in with you on a regular basis to make sure you move forward. I serve as an accountability buddy for many of my coaching clients, so if you need my help, hit me up at Keith at NurseKeith.com and we can chat about that. Next, you need to check in on a regular basis with your accountability buddy or coach or partner or mentor about how you're doing. Then you need to go back to the beginning of the process, just like the nursing process, assess where you are, and then maybe come up with a revised plan of action. Make sense? I'm sure it does. If it doesn't, let me know and we can talk about this some more one-on-one. So playing full on, it's a choice and it doesn't necessarily happen overnight and you don't need to go from zero to 100 tomorrow. You can make small baby steps, take small steps in the interest of creating this forward movement in your career where you're really stepping out, really stepping up, stepping up to the plate and doing what you have always wanted to do and have put off for so long because it scared the crap out of you. So set goals that are measurable, realistic, relevant, and time-dependent. Assess your progress regularly, rinse, and repeat. So when you throw your hat over that wall that you come against, you're taking a calculated risk. Take the risks that make sense for you, for your nursing career, and for the lifestyle and the work style that you want to live. You'll know when you're on the mark and stepping up to the plate in profound and important ways. And you can always come to me and people like me who can help you in that process if you're feeling stymied. Well, there you have it. This was episode 176 of The Nurse Keith Show. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode, and I want you to take inspired action in the interest of your professional satisfaction and development every day. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastinggroup.com. 
and social media and promotion are handled by Mark Capispeason. My thanks to Tim, his team, and also to Mark for their ongoing, consistent, and professional expertise. Please remember to check out my new podcast, Mastering Nursing. This interview-style podcast will inspire, inform, and uplift you, so check us out at nursingdegreedatabase.com forward slash podcast. And remember, John Who Scrubs, check him out, bit.ly forward slash Nurse Keith Scrubs, Nurse Keith 25 at checkout for 25% off. My thanks to John Who for supporting the Nurse Keith Show. I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to take your life and your nursing career to the next level. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, and keep in touch. And adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico.